Parenting teens is hard. Parenting teens in crisis is even harder, and we live in a culture that is really good at hiding. You know, we keep these struggles tucked in real tight around us, and so when something happens in our families that's tough and maybe even a little embarrassing, we feel like we're all alone. I promise you that you're not alone. But you definitely need a place where you can be a part of honest conversations that give a voice to the challenges you're facing. A place that normalizes the hard that we have to walk through with our teenagers. So I'm inviting you to join us on this path towards healing, where we'll discuss topics that drive out shame and teach us how to navigate the emotions and uncertainty that come with parenting a teenager facing the juvenile court system. This twice-monthly podcast is presented by Pathways to Hope Network, and we strive to do all of that while honoring the unyielding love a mother has for her child. Hey, my friend. Man, I am so glad to be with you today. I am so thankful to be here and be part of this conversation with you as we discuss this learning curve that we go through as parents when we're picking up this brand new skill, this skill of how to best parent a teen who's in crisis. You know, they say that hindsight is 2020. And I've realized that we often make this learning process more difficult than necessary because of the negative feelings that we experience when, as parents, we make mistakes. Ironically, not doing it right and making mistakes are actually vital steps in the learning process. And once we're able to free ourselves from the guilt around those mistakes, And we begin to understand how making mistakes is actually part of the learning process. We end up moving through these stages of learning quicker. The goal of this mini-series has been to help you to understand the four stages of learning any new skill. And that's all parenting is. It's just a skill, a skill that we need to master. And we go through these different, I guess I'll call them levels, to use a video game analogy, throughout our parenting journey. We go through a level where we have to learn how to master parenting a newborn and master parenting a toddler. And then we have to learn how to master all of the ins and outs of homework and school life and everything else that comes with our kiddos being in elementary school and then middle school. And then the teen years, which feels like really a catalyst point. And then really it goes on into learning how to parent young adults and learning how to parent adults. And what does that actually look like? Understanding each stage of the learning process that we go through and what it looks like can actually help you focus more on the learning aspect of it, and not as much on the mistakes or the errors that happen in our undertaking of this process. So in today's episode, we are moving on to explore the next stage of the learning process, which is conscious competence. And this is stage three of any learning process. But before we move forward on looking deeper into that stage three, 
Let's review the four stages again. So in episode 40, we discuss the first stage, which is called unconscious incompetence. At this stage, we're unaware of the correct parenting approach and the impact that it has on our children. In other words, we don't know what we don't know. We experience this stage really early on when we're either kind of blindsided by something that we never expected from our teens or when there has been a steady increase in behaviors or circumstances that made us kind of realize, whoa, things have now moved outside of our parenting skill set. And then in episode 41, we discuss stage two of learning process, which is called conscious incompetence. And at this stage, we become aware of our parenting style and the areas where we need improvement, the places where we're doing okay and the places where we're not doing so hot. And we begin to have realizations of our own limited knowledge. In other words, now you know what you don't know. Last time we discussed how this stage is kind of marked by an awareness that occurs on our part. And then today we're discussing stage three, which is called conscious competence. At this stage, we begin to actively work on improving our parenting skills and we're more intentional in our actions. We're able to demonstrate some new skills, but it still requires focus, like a lot of focus and effort on our part. In other words, now We know that we know. In this stage, it's really cool because the curve kind of starts to move upward. You start to become more familiar with the skills that you need, the skills that you need to focus on, the skills that you need to work on. And after realizing you only truly have control over your own actions and reactions, you've drawn the metaphorical circle around yourself and have begun to focus on some of those changes you need to make and practice them with the repetition that's needed to master anything new. And then finally, the last stage, which we'll discuss in our next episode, is unconscious competence. And at this stage, parents have developed their parenting skills to the point where they're coming naturally and they're coming effortlessly. And oh man... Isn't that the dream that we all aspire to, where this just all becomes second nature and we know how to respond in these situations and it's not a constant battle with our flesh to make it happen. We've tried it, we've seen the results, we know it works, and that becomes more part of our second nature. It's important to note that This parenting journey, you guys, beginning from unconscious incompetence and ultimately leading to unconscious competence, it's not always linear. As parents, we're going to experience setbacks or plateaus at any point along the way, and some of us, some of us will never progress past conscious incompetence because we either lack the necessary motivation or the resources to move us along that path. Parenting is challenging. No one feels that right now more than you. In the midst of all of these challenges and crises that we're experiencing during these teen years, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that it can also be a rewarding journey. It's a journey that requires us to grow in self-awareness, in patience, and in intentionality. 
Now, I've mentioned uh, Gary Thomas's book, Sacred Parenting, before, How Raising Children Shapes Our Souls. But in the book, he suggests that parenting can be one of the most spiritually formative seasons of our lives. He says that spiritually speaking, we need to raise children every bit as much as they need us to raise them. You know, there's something about this idea that brings me comfort. I think it's probably the realization that parenting isn't my purpose. Parenting is preparing me for my purpose. It's actually tied to my greater purpose in this life in general. And I want you to just stop and think about that for a moment. What would you say is your purpose? What do you believe you were created for? That's the most common question people have, isn't it? What's my purpose? Once we become a wife or a mom, we think, oh, this is it. This is my purpose. But it's not. It's not your actual purpose. You are more than a mother. You're more than a wife. You're more than a sister. You're more than a friend. So let me ask you this way. What personality traits characteristics, talents were you created with that bring value to this world. See, being a parent is just one small piece of who you are and it's so easy, you guys, to lose sight of that when it feels like it's the first thing that we think about when we wake up and it's the last thing on our minds when we go to sleep. But this, this period of time with your child, this is a finite period of your life. This period of time where you are culturally, legally, and societally responsible for your children is finite. Depending on how old your child is, you have maybe five to eight more years in this primary caregiving role. That's a drop in the bucket when considering how many years you have left to live. I mean, will you always worry and want the best for your children? Yes. As long as there is breath in your lungs, but it's not going to be all-consuming the way that it is now. It shouldn't be. You have a whole purpose outside of parenting. You know, so many of the moms that I meet with work outside the home, and they report that during this season, They find great comfort in the distraction and the reward that work provides for them. Some moms actually begin to seek out volunteer opportunities. Others seek out new hobbies or they start exercising. And each of these things makes them feel better. You know why? Because subconsciously, it reminds them that they are a whole person outside these circumstances. They have purpose in other areas. They bring joy to people. They are capable of kicking ass and being the best at something. They light up on the inside because they can compartmentalize the situation for what it is. One piece of a really beautiful puzzle in who they are and who they are becoming. Parenting isn't your purpose. It's preparing you for your purpose. You, my friend, were created for so much more. You were created 
to be alert to what's going on in your relationships. You were created to be attentive to the needs of others and not dismissive. You were created to be others-centered and not self-centered. You were created to be bold and not fearful. You were created to be compassionate and not indifferent, to be decisive and determined and dependable. You were created to be flexible and to forgive and to be gentle and humble. You were created to be patient and loving, and all of these things are needed in this world. All of these things are lacking in our communities, in our jobs, and in the relationships around us. All of it is needed, and all of those same characteristics and best versions of you are refined in you when you have a teen in crisis. Refining is the process of removing impurities and unwanted elements. Refining is a method that's used to purify something. See, this journey that you're on, sis, is just as much about you as it is about your child. There's more than one purpose being played out here. Parenting is not your purpose, friend. Parenting is preparing you for your purpose. And I hope... I hope that if you get nothing else from this podcast today, you get that. Okay, now let me reel it back in now. The train went off the tracks, but I feel like it kind of needed to happen because someone listening right now, someone needed to hear that. So let's get back to the subject matter at hand, conscious competence in parenting. This is stage three of any learning process. When we reach a level of what's called conscious competence, it emphasizes the importance of three things. Number one is being aware of our parenting style. Number two is being intentional in our actions. And number three is constantly learning and growing as parents. So the actual term conscious competence parenting was coined by psychologist and author Dr. Becky Bailey. According to Dr. Bailey, it's a parenting philosophy that is based on the belief that parenting is a skill that can be learned and improved upon. Side note, Dr. Bailey has also written several books and has a website at ConsciousDiscipline.com. You can find some videos from her on her YouTube channel by the same name. I'll include links to a few in the show notes below this episode if you want to check them out. So let's talk real quick about two benefits that we experience once we finally reach this stage of conscious competence in parenting. The first is better communication. So once we get to this stage, your awareness begins to reveal itself through a change in your actions and things flow easier than they did before. The ups and the downs don't feel nearly as intense as they did in the beginning and we start to see the importance of Not just clear, but also effective communication, which can improve our parent-child relationship. The second benefit we experience is improved self-awareness. We begin to become aware of our own emotions and triggers, which can help us respond to our children in a more positive and effective way because we see our part in everything a little clearer. And in case you haven't got the message of that yet, We have a part in everything. This is not just about your child. This is also about you. Practicing conscious competence in our parenting requires self-awareness, intentionality, 
and it requires a willingness to learn and grow. The key word in this stage of learning is intentionality. In stage two, which was conscious incompetence, the key word was awareness. And you can see how awareness has to come first, right? We have to be aware of what we need to learn before we can begin being intentional about learning it. A few tips for practicing conscious competence parenting includes being present. Focus on being present with your children and actively listening to them. We can become so quick to problem solve or disengage that we never really get to the heart of what is going on. It requires a ton of vulnerability, doesn't it? To really stay engaged in a situation, to not just quick draw a problem solve or to not just quickly disengage to avoid feeling uncomfortable. Being present with the purpose of understanding, not fixing, gives us good insight into understanding our child better. And it also helps us to assess our current level of competence in different areas. The next one is to be intentional. Begin to make a conscious effort to respond in a positive and effective way. Remember, the first step in this process is awareness, right? So when you recognize, oh man, I did not handle that well. Think about what happened. What was triggered in you? What was behind your reaction? You almost have to play detective on yourself a little bit. Once you're able to gain some awareness in that area, you might start to see patterns in your interactions with your child. I know for myself, when something triggers my worry, I tend to catastrophize. My mind goes to every worst case scenario and we ride the tunnel straight down into the dungeon. And before you know it, I'm a basket case acting out of desperation over something I've imagined may take place. Now that I have this awareness, I'm more conscious of when I'm starting to climb into the tunnel and I try to stop, breathe, regulate my own emotions, determine if what I'm thinking is truth or fear, and then respond accordingly. It takes intention. It takes slowing down. It takes dying to the desire in you that wants to respond in that moment right away because you feel like if you don't, the worst things possible are going to happen. It takes discipline. But when you get there, you definitely feel a shift in power and an increase in hope. The third tip is to be consistent. Consistency is key to learning anything new. So try to be consistent in your actions and responses. You're learning a new way of doing things, a new skill set, and there's going to be times when you have the awareness, but you choose to ride the tunnel to the dungeon anyway, and that's to be expected. I mean, it's part of the learning process. But the more consistent you are, the more you can rewire those neural pathways so that eventually the new responses become automatic and the old responses a thing of the past. It's similar to when we're learning to drive. You know, when you're first learning, it feels like you're trying to keep track of a million things at once, right? 
the gas, the brakes, the blinkers, the cars behind you, the cars in front of you, the stop signs, the speed limits, directions on where you're going, and it's overwhelming. And there are days when you would just rather sit in the passenger seat and let someone else do the work. But after repetition, it becomes second nature, right? You don't even think about it anymore. You just pull into a parking spot and you wonder, how did I get here? Consistency leads to habits. Habits form the action that we take. Actions lead to success, which can help your children feel secure and stable. And the fourth and final tip is be willing to learn. Parenting is a journey of learning and growing. Be open to learning new parenting skills and techniques and be willing to adapt your parenting style as your children grow and change. Sometimes when we're in a dark place, it feels like we've been buried. But the truth is, you've been planted. And as you grow during this season in your parenting, as you grow in your character, as you grow in your abilities, as you grow in your resilience, in your purpose, you're being refined and molded into the person you were meant to be all along. So that's it for this episode. It's a short but quick one. I'm just spending some time really touching on these four different stages that we go through anytime that we're learning something new. And the biggest reminder today is just to remember that this parenting journey is all part of the process and that the healing begins with you. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace on the hard days. It's not easy. It sounds really easy to just give four quick tips and to move on and be done with things, but It's not easy. You're going to battle every day. And there's going to be some days where you're a little stronger in your fight and some days where you're not. And on those not days, we give ourselves grace. And on the days that we're feeling stronger, we really push forward and we try to keep implementing these things that we're learning and we keep remembering that we're being refined and we keep believing that this is not our forever and we keep showing up because that's what mamas do they keep showing up okay friends well that wraps it up for this week I really hope that you found this information helpful and that it served you in some way today in complete transparency, I want you to know that I am not in any way, shape, or form an expert in the field of parenting. No, you're not going to find any fancy initials after this name. In fact, you know, I'm just a mom like you who had to navigate some really tough experiences with my teenage kids. And in my own desperate need for hope and healing in my family and in my life, I've spent a lot of time and energy researching and referencing all the things because if there is one thing I have learned, it's that we're stronger together. 
Your ratings and reviews mean so much. In fact, they can make or break a podcast. So if you found this information helpful today, would you take 60 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review? It would mean so much to the mama who hasn't found us yet and to me. Oh, and don't forget to check out Pathways to Hope Network's website. And be sure to subscribe. Each week, we send out one to two messages that are designed to encourage and equip you as you find your path towards hope and healing. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Pathways to Hope Network is a nonprofit organization with a mission to serve families with children in the juvenile court system. And we do that by providing cost free support, resources, and community. The link will always be in the show notes below. Remember, you were never meant to go through this alone. <laughs>